a surprise Irrational Passions Presents feed. Oh, no. You accidentally downloaded a wrestling podcast. Yikes. Oops, gotcha. I hate when that Got happens him. to me. Um, <laughs> hello there, everyone. This is George Cruz here. I have assembled uh, the brightest minds of wrestling. Uh, that's not, not Bruce Pritchard, not... Fucking who else does a wrestling podcast? Uh, Corey Graves just started one. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah, isn't that Jericho? Yeah, I feel like who doesn't have a wrestling podcast? Yeah, better question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the authors of Pain haven't started one yet. uh... Oh, I can't wait for that. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be good. Uh, Yes, we are here because Visual Concepts and the fine folks at 2K have once again decided to put out a wrestling video game. Uh, and they have reached critical mass. They have crossed the Rubicon of bad wrestling video game quality yep. that the world now uh, knows of what they've been doing over there. Uh, and I thought it'd be good to sit down with folks who, like, you know, like have been around the ringer in the wrestling video game world and just wrestling world in general uh, to speak on it. Uh, so first, I'm here with Jared Green, who you're obviously familiar with. Jared, how are you doing? Um Living the dream, you know. Just played oh. played some other wrestling game, and you know what? <laughs> I feel good about things. Oh, okay. Wrong. Right. I, I'm lying to you. I don't feel good about anything. Oh, dang! Gotcha. Got oh him. man, you, you, that, was, that was really great. Uh, I'm going to be annoyingly Zinger. wrestling. That was a great promo, Jarrett. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you really got the gift of gab. <laughs> oh shit! Just had him, uh, had, had him in the palm of my hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I'm a golden goose uh, stick, you know. Uh, Lilith, that is also the voice of one Lilith. Uh, Lilith, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't buy the 2K game this year, which feels like I just I got out of a bad relationship after several years. Congratulations! Yeah. Oh, look at you doing I what's did. best for you. Yeah, I did 16 through 19, and now I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, so Jarrett obviously is for the rational passions, but Lilith, folks may not be familiar with who you are. So yeah, who are you? Um, um, my name's Lilith K. Um, I make the Ghost Puncher Core podcast. It is a heavy metal, uh, tabletop role playing podcast. And you know, if you like, if you like that kind of thing, uh, we're we're pretty fun. We're very gay and very trans. Um, which also describes me. So hey, what's up? I also like wrestling a whole lot. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak on the wrestling, Lilith. Um, we are also here with Michael Ruiz of Dual Shockers. Howdy, guys! I did the exact opposite, and I reviewed this video game for Dual Shockers. You, you covered it the most possible someone could cover it. You flew. Where did they fly you over for we, that preview? So event? I we went to Las Vegas for the draft on SmackDown on that Friday. Oh, great! Yeah, oh, so okay, we were gotcha. there. We were we were like right next to the locker room. Uh, they didn't have enough demo stations, which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't get to play the game like right when I got there. Uh, but yeah, we talked with some wrestlers. Talked right. to the, Becky that Lynch Fox and... Money can't afford enough demo stations, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're also just it was like one of the smallest preview events. I I've gone to them the past three years for the WWE 2K games, so um, they're fun. And the developers, I, I mean, we'll talk about the developers in a little bit, but <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. uh, last one was at the PC, I believe, right? Last one? Wasn't yeah, yes. wasn't it at the PC? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It was at the... Uh, well, okay, the 2K18 was at the... 
the archives, which was awesome. Uh, I touched the Punjabi prison. Oh, hell <laughs> oh, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Um, I also touched uh, like the one of the lanterns that Bray Wyatt had. I touched a bunch of stuff. Oh. I touched a coffin. I touched the first ring or the ring from WrestleMania 1. It was awesome. Mm, I, that wow. was one of the coolest trips I've gone on ever. Uh, Some somewhere in the yeah. in that archive is the uh, very bad Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama costume oh they made oh, for man. that one yep. fucking gimmicked uh, pay per view about the election. Yep. Yep. Somewhere, um, <laughs> Holy shit. they also have like every single WrestleMania sign that they've ever made is oh, in wow. that place. It's crazy. Like that place was it was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, I, yeah, I tricked. Uh, I tricked Dual Shockers into letting me write about wrestling on a video game website, so it's been fun. <laughs> nice. Mm, but, but and while it is cool, the the quality of this video game, and we'll get into it, uh, you know, is maybe not the most okay, even? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that's everyone's background here, if you're not familiar. And I guess, I think, okay, so here's the thing with why I, this may be, I think... This conversation may be more for folks um, who have an idea about wrestling and wrestling video games, but I think we should maybe start because this game has reached critical mass to the point that everyone now knows what WWE, the quality of WWE 2K20, <laughs> where a lot of people who like enjoy wrestling will tell you that these games have been questionable to okay for a while now. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, never this bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So I guess let's start with the fact that if you are only you okay, you're listening to this podcast feed because you subscribe to this podcast feed, and now we're making you listen to a wrestling podcast. So WWE, the the wrestling games. I think we have to start at the base. Is that they're not really fighting games. That more that they are like arcadey. Uh, recreations of wrestling, but more very serious simulations mm-hmm. of so they a sport. Into that at some point. Yes, yes, of a sport that requires two people to work together, and the people who are doing the athleticism understand that it is somewhat worked, and they understand the language of that, mm-hmm. and they have become these weird Frankenstein-like. Things of bars and stamina and mini games that outside of the quality of the game, and I can only speak for myself right now because I don't know how everyone else feels about playing these games. I think it's incredibly not fun from the start. Like we're already starting at, I don't like playing these games. I like, but they, 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 they are the wrestling WWE video game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess we'll start there. Um, so Jarrett, uh, I think I know a little bit about how you feel about the WWE games of the last, the 2K generation, but, um, yeah. How, how, how do you feel about the WWE, before we get to 2K20 and the quality of it, just the way these games have set the bar so far? It's, so, they've kind of reflected the state of the product in a lot of ways, um. And, and we've kind of used that as both an excuse and, and a condemnation of these games, um, sometimes at the same time. Um, I wrote a review for um, Fire Pro Wrestling 
um, world last year. And a lot of the crux of the review was kind of comparing the rise of other wrestling with the rise of this game or the return of this game. Kind of the return of New Japan as something people in North America are talking about. Uh, sort of coinciding with the with the return of this very Japanese, not wrestling, but very wrestling video game that none of us have been talking about for 10 or 15 years. And that this can only happen because there's such a uh, a hollowness or an emptiness that needs to be replaced by something, by these wrestling fans. It, it's, it, it was driven by the fact that independent wrestling is becoming bigger than it's ever been. It, it, the, the, you hear it all the time. It's like the best time to be a wrestler for a person who doesn't want to make a WWE check. Um, and a lot of that is because this this main, this this big sort of company, this big nexus, this, this sort of lighthouse of wrestling no longer um, can provide those same things for everyone. Um, these games are kind of in the same way. Like, at some point, they stop being games we wanted to play and turn into games that we kind of just play. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I haven't played them in a like I haven't bought one since maybe 14, maybe 13, 14. Um, but I've played them all at some point. But like, as you mentioned, as as they try to sort of mimic this, the complexities, the complex machine of layers and 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 all these inputs that make a wrestling match or make it a wrestling television show for the WWE, the, the, the games themselves are also all just a, a, a nest of inputs, a nest of things that need to, uh, machines that need to kind of work together to create a presentation of a thing. And that's fun to watch, but as you've already mentioned before, not very fun to play. It's like difficult to understand or to, to translate this idea that this work that we all know is a work watching it is also a competition and then making you be one of the competitors and then try to at the end of the day produce something that's anywhere near as entertaining as something you can just watch um the wb games have been very bad at this um once they started sort of openly acknowledging the business as a business and then trying to create the games to reflect the process of making the business the business you stop feeling like you st- you, you you lose that sort of connection you had um, that you that the beliefs you've already suspended to watch the competition happen once you're part of that competition in this weird video game way, it's no longer the fun thing you were, you really want to sign up for. Um, and yeah. the, the the various ways they've kind of found ways to do it, they've they, they've like sort of backtracked or sort of underwritten themselves, like all the universe modes and like the weird the the, the fun little GM stuff, like the all that kind of things like the the peaks of those little modes seem to have been long ago and never again and now we kind of just have all this stuff that never that was just as as bad as it was good and it's hard to suspend your disbelief when you're playing a match and trying to make it cool but really what you're doing is just spamming you know reversals so you can yep. get a get a special in or whatever yep yeah, uh, that's well put, Jared. I feel. Um, Lilith, how? What are? You, what is your story and your state with the WWE games as they are? I guess before this, because yeah. this does have. For me, this again, I'll say. I think for me, this game is only thirty percent more worse. But uh, yeah, Lilith, where, where are you coming from? So um, I started with, like I said, I started with sixteen. Um, and I, you know, and that was actually, I'm, I'm a more recent wrestling fan. I got into it, um, which whenever I tell people what the first, uh, uh, wrestling show that I ever, uh, that I ever saw, 
Um, they, I think they, they are surprised that I ever was able to actually get into wrestling um, because it was the Raw after Survivor Series 2015. Uh, oh, was that the one with after Sting? No, no, no. no, 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 no that no, was no. that was the one. Um, the that was the Survivor Series where um, where ro- where there was the the tournament to um, to for the title after Seth had to drop the title and it ended with uh, Dean and Roman and then Sheamus cashed in on him um to win the to to win the world heavyweight championship it was also the raw where the league of nations was formed again it's like really surprising that i was able to like hold on to wrestling after that Uh, so i mean that moment was fine it's just literally every other moment after because it the league of the league of nations was developed around sheamus cashing in and being the champion right and then they're like oh forget about we don't actually like any of the rest of these dudes so yeah we're just gonna book them to lose forever, and I guess Sheamus can just be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was happy to ha- see see Rusev has some have some friends. Um, yeah, and that finally. was yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, uh, I'm not current on the product. He's doing great, right? Uh, uh, he's in, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's doing. He, I, I'm sure he's doing fantastically. Um, and so so I think it was like the the spring of the of the year after that that I got into I I picked up 16 at the uh uh at, at GameStop um and I here's what I love about the WWE games and what I've what I've really it's gotten worse over the years but like all of the character creation stuff that has always been solid um I am a I've never met anybody who's as good at making entrances in the WWE games as I am. I like <laughs> it's, which is a dubious <laughs> talent. Um, but uh, like, like I will literally like, I'll have like, um, because you can't put in your own entrance music in the PlayStation. I'll have like, uh, uh, just I'll, I'll like cut the entrance music for my wrestler and then have a song queued up on Spotify uh, so so that my wrestler can come out to redneck by Lamb of God, um, it's <laughs> yeah really yeah art form yeah yeah, yeah 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 with like all the pyros like synced up uh, to the music cues like like uh, I could show you all a video of my of my my wrestler Dirty Duke Dixon's entrance that I I remains one of the things I'm most proud of and again a completely meaningless accomplishment that will like without a doubt some of my my worst wasted hours but um which i think like kind of goes into what i've liked most about the wwe games and what i think has faltered i think like it really went on a downward slide since 18 and has only gotten worse is the career mode um which i like in 16 and 17 i loved the career mode because i was like I'm going to make a wrestler. I'm going to have them do a career the way that I, you know, that's like a free form career. This is how I want this wrestler to go through, you know, uh, 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 go through a career with the business. And like, yeah, that's also like a lot of really kind of dull sloggy matches fighting Sheamus over and over and over again. But like at the end of the day, you know, it felt very meaningful when like, oh, I made it to WrestleMania, I got the title at WrestleMania. Uh, Paul Heyman chose me to be his guy or whatever. 
um, that all ruled. And then it started to get very like, you know, they introduced like the really shitty cutscenes and the really just kind of narrow, uh, uh, kind of like the care, you know, no matter what you did in the career mode, your character was always kind of the same bland person in like 18 and 19. And that's where they really started to lose me. Um, and, and why I've, you know, I've been kind of pulling away from the series in recent years to the point where like now, you know, I hear it's, it's the same, like weird, like Tony Hawk underground career mode now. Um, but now you can play as two different, which like the thing that bums me out the most about how bad 2k 20 is and how I'm like not even playing it is that so many things that have been on my wish list happened this year. You know, female mm-hmm. career mode, female the mm-hmm. the the four horsewomen showcase. I've wanted yeah. that for yep. ages. Yep, and it's in this like unredeemably awful game. Yeah. And yeah. yep, yeah, I'm really I'm really let down. I have it. You know, I have been a every year uh, pay full price uh, day one playing it season pass holder, and I'm you know. I'm gonna wait till I see it for like 15 bucks at, at GameStop now. Like this, that's that's where I'm at with the game, um, and hopefully yeah. it'll have a lot of patches when I pick it up in you know January or February. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So, Michael, uh, tell me about your relationship with these with this game series here. Uh, so I'm probably the most positive one here about them. Uh. I reviewed the last two, but I've been playing them, I think, also since 16. Uh, and I agree, like, the, the gameplay is not the greatest. I think the best they've ever made it, like, playable at all was 2K19. It was at least snappy and not so sluggish. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I again, this is kind of, like, echoing everything that you guys have said. Like, I think the 2k games or the wwe 2k games they they have like the like really great features like the it the developers know wrestling like for sure and they know what people want um in terms of like features and stuff like that i mean the story the story's goofy as hell i it's obviously not going to be like the last of us storytelling oh, yeah, kind of stuff it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be not great i i mean i enjoy them i think they're pretty fun and goofy and they have this weird lore <laughs> which yeah. i don't i don't know it's it's goofy as hell and i love it um but the features there are like just so great it's just it's just too bad that the gameplay is just not there um yeah. and, and it's because they want to you know mix the simulation and arcade style and uh and again like what Jarrett was saying with you know it, it's trying to simulate it being a real fight while also being part of the business side of it and it, it just doesn't make sense um but yeah i think yeah. as far as like features go in those games i think they always bring on something like on paper it is always great like i've i've also been asking about the uh like women's revolution kind of features and stuff like that uh like showcase mode i straight up asked that in interviews i wrote a piece about it uh, that like this game should have been the game that had it and it does but it's in this not great package and it's kind of a shame um they even have like a roman tower which is cool and they, they got like all this like 
we haven't talked about it yet, but like those 2K20 originals, those just came out. I think that stuff is even fun too because at least now we're getting into like – that's yeah, a great it's, idea. It it's is like, really it, cool. It's just so goofy and weird, and that's the stuff. Like everybody who was at that preview event, those were the things that people were, you know, going towards and being like, "Yeah, this is really great. This is great stuff." But yeah, the gameplay is just not there, and it, I don't know if it ever will be, just because of what they're trying to do with it, with trying to make it a sim or right. a sim esque. Um, but I generally like them, you know, like. I like the. I think the character creator is really good. Yeah. I think you know the entrance stuff, like all that stuff, is really cool. You can make the wrestler you want. Um, but yeah, just like I said, like the gameplay is just not there. So I, yeah. I generally, I like the last two games before this one. I gave sevens. Like I, I like them. I think they're pretty great. Um, well, not great. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, we'll get to the specifics of WWE 2K20. That I think there is maybe it's just me. You would know better, Michael. But we'll get into it. Like I think like the stuff they used to do good is kind of worse this time. But um, you know, yeah, we only have so much time, and I wanted to talk about the history a little bit. So I'll kind of fast track it. So for listener, assuming for the listener again who has somehow clicked on this because they WWE 2K20, ha ha ha, it's funny. I have this podcast feed. Um, but once upon a time, you may have come across a wrestling video game. There's a chance, there's a good chance that that was either published by uh, THQ or I don't remember who published the Aki ones. Who made the w- the the Aki wrestling games, or was that, or did it, was the Aki WCW games? Uh, Aki was WCW. Right. It was Acclaim, Acclaim. who fucking had... Yeah. Uh, oof, those games are bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so l- l- I'm going to assume you played <laughs> THQ games because those were good. The SmackDown versus Raw, the SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. Oh, yeah. Um, while, while those were published by TQ, PTHQ, they were always developed by Ukes. Ukes, Future Media Creators, I think is their full name. I don't remember. Um, Ukes, at one point in the history of wrestling video games, was the savior of wrestling video games, I would say, because they took... TSU got the license from Acclaim. Uh, whatever the hell Acclaim was doing with those games, uh, <laughs> that was far gone. And SmackDown came out, and it became snappy, fast, and super responsive. And I think anybody could get into that quickly uh, without, you know, even if you didn't know wrestling that well. And I think the Aki games with the WCW games also had that sort of, like, I can pick this up rather relatively quickly. I know The Rock. I like, I know this Triple H guy here. Um and then at a certain point, they slowly started to get into that simulation. Uh, for a long time during the SmackDown versus Raw era, it was like, I think it was a good balance of that arcade and simulation. And I think they did the strongest pivot once the two, once 2K got involved, THQ dissolved. Mm-hmm. Um, then THQ and the team at Visual Concepts, who made makes NBA, uh, also started working with them um and so during the i feel like and i don't know maybe i had the perception wrong but i feel like during that time when 2k finally had that license and a lot of us here uh maybe started that relationship with wwe games with 2k and then maybe went back to see what people were talking about or what came before or maybe ran across a smackdown versus raw or what have you some way um it feels like they not only pivoted to that simulation but the community put a lot of the blame on Ukes, mm-hmm. uh, and then gave credit to Visual Concepts for the presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier this year, uh, and I'm going to put it in the show notes, 
uh, Ukes gave an interview where they were like, hey, we're thinking, we're making like a side wrestling game mm-hmm. here. Because in in so many words, they said that, hey, um, they, they won't let us do the cooler stuff that we want to do in mm-hmm. WWE2K. Like the machine is just too fast. It is too big. We can't do it. So we're going to make this side game to test stuff out and maybe bring it into the 2K games. Um, and then all of a sudden, I, and I feel like, I don't know if there was like, if I missed something in between, but it suddenly felt like, oh, Yux is not, no longer involved in this game. Yeah, um, it kind of just happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then we one day is like, oh, they're not coming. <laughs> so it was, it was hard to, it, from like in the outsider perspective that us, it seemed like kind of fishy. It was like, well, did they get pulled once 2K found out about this side game or was this already happening? And, you know, now it just looks weird because of, you know, stories get out. Like this, the rollout of the information happened like it did, but this was already happening. And now we're here at, wwe 2k20 and it sure does feel like that transition was not how it was supposed to go down yeah yeah um so actually uh, jared mm. are you here are you here right now mm-hmm. um I'm with do you. you get that vibe that it feels like yukes was pulled a little too quickly and they had to ship a game so <laughs> i think that's the easy like anyone who knows uh, anyone it is in conjecture. the business, it is conjecture. It's conjecture. No one actually knows. But if you're familiar with how development, AAA development in the business works, this that's that tracks like heavy. That you have to, you need a production line kind yeah, of. Yeah, you need a, you need a, a timeline that is. I would say at least. For, for, these, for, months, these, for these annual months, games, it's like it, it, a year sounds right, but they get maybe nine months, I would say. Yeah, it has to be like so nine yeah. months. So who knows when Yukes was like, yo, by the way, we're out. But it couldn't have been when it started. Mm-hmm. No. Like, no. it had to have been like maybe like during the process or before. And like 2K was left to do this entire thing by themselves. Either way... It definitely feels like something's missing, and it's probably like the touch of a, a bunch of people who are not there is like the easiest conclusion to draw, and it's probably the right one. I don't know how you take such a step backwards from a game that basically was doing the same thing annually for the past yes. four years without that being like you know the the, the logical conclusion. Yes, um, and I guess uh, Lilith, you haven't played this game, yeah, but um, I guess you will be our audience what was uh were you surprised by the fact that wda 2k20 was such in a state that it currently is uh not really when i heard um you know i heard that yukes uh uh kind of split town um i you know i i i kind of i guess and and because i i know kind of you were talking about how like the 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 fan perception was that like you know visual concepts was the one holding down the ship and that yukes was kind of uh you know the old ball and chain you know their legacy (laughs) they gotta be here right right and that i think you know I, i i think i think you know maybe maybe it's not even visual concepts but like just the 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 wwe machine that i think was kind of uh chaining things down um, I, I think, I think honestly that it, 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 it just like everything kind of came together in a perfect storm 
um, for for this to to really really kind of kind of just go go completely sideways. Um, I had a feeling when I when I heard the Ukes news that this was that this was going to be a pretty pretty rocky launch. Um, I don't think I thought it would be this bad, um, but. But I'm, you know, I can't say I can't say that I'm surprised. the The games have never uh, shipped in a super, uh, super stable fashion. Um, I just, you know, I've been kind of used to it. But God, this is this is the worst it's ever been. Easily, uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't touched it yet, but I'm, you know, I, I've I've seen I've seen what's going on, and it's hmm. I've never seen it this bad. And so, Michael, you are our special. We have our special insight here because you've mentioned that you've reviewed former of these games, and you've also gone to the preview events. Yeah, you were one of the few people, well, like apart from the development team and marketing team at Two K, yeah. who knew what was kind of going on. So, yes. can you tell me what the what was going on in that preview event as people started to see this game, and were like, like, did it seem? It was like, what, did you get the feeling like? Something's not right here. So, no, actually. I mean, once I played the game, yes. But um, at the beginning, when they gave like a speech and everything like that, you, you talk about how Ukes was kind of like, you know, the, the one who was in the wrong and visual concepts was, and they were holding back visual concepts in a way. And uh, I think that comes from just visual concepts recent. I mean, they're, they've been making... NBA, right? And generally until like maybe this year and last year. Yeah, until like two years ago. They were like the prestige sports studio. They were great. Those are great games and they play well too. Um, But no, when we were there, I have this interview that I pulled up that I did uh, for Dual Shockers uh, because I talked to the creative director, Lionel Jinx, about the whole thing, about Ukes and them splitting. And it... From what I know, I asked him if it was like something mutual. It was not something mutual. It's not. It, I don't. I don't know if like somebody got kicked or whatever. Um, but in the words of Lionel Jeek's creative director at Visual Concepts, um, he said basically that he thought that um, that Visual Concepts had a vision for the 2K franchise and they didn't think that they could execute that vision with Ukes there. Um, Hmm. One of the things... Okay, let me see if I can find this quote here. It's a long quote. Do you mind if I read the whole thing? Yeah, sure. No, that's fine. Again, you you were there, so I don't know. Um, I think it's right here. Okay, yeah. So the quote here is... uh, Okay, so 2K15 was considered to them a failure. The first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that was, was like the first was, one, right? Yeah, it was not like what they wanted. So he's going to talk about 2K15 and some of this. Uh, so he says, um, when you have an outside person coming in and telling you how they want the game to be, he's talking about them to Ukes. Um, and when you've been working on the game for so long, it's going to create some friction. Uh, it's going to create some back and forth. It's hard to be a really cohesive unit in that way especially that first year when we're coming in and asking them to get out of their comfort zone. Uh, We realized from that point on, it was like, all right, we know what we want, we know what their strengths are, and we have to play to their strengths and add features here and there to try to get us 
there over time. Now for us, it feel it felt like we had to be very careful about what we asked for because we didn't want another WWE 2K15 situation. So like to me, it kind of sounds mm. like they, in the eyes of visual concepts, they felt like they could not create the game that they wanted to. Now, mm. this is not great because you got to think like we're talking about development cycles here and really they have about wait, right when they finish the game they start the next one you know right um you, and you have a team of, also working on dlc and i as think well. i think ukes is the one who did the like the engine for it, who like kind of created that yeah that makes sense and when ukes leaves the people who know how to work this this engine and visual concepts comes in and tries to figure it out like yeah Things are probably not going to go well. And um, also, they're probably not even going to. Res- it sounds like they may not respond to your emails. Also, if you have this relationship where it's like they're like the old guard, it's yeah. like, hey, so the engine is doing this weird thing where the characters are just like flying all over it, the place. It seemed like it was definitely not like the most happy of splittings ever. Um, and it seems like they had little, not little time. To- I think they didn't have as much time as they probably needed to to really polish this game and make it at least as playable as like 2K18 or 2K17. Because I think to take, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're comparing two pieces of garbage, but like 2K19 <laughs> is a much better playing game than 2K18 or 17. Um, so I thought maybe it would be around there. Because um, maybe they were just figuring things out, but I didn't realize that it was going agree. to be it, too. I didn't think it would be like as bad for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah. And I think just just going on like the feel because uh, Jerry, you said you feel a way about this one. Well, you skipped the last one, I guess. But even I, who just briefly played nineteen, this feels less snappier this reminds me a little bit of like when they're this is going to be a poll folks but when they were going to do an hd remaster of silent hill there was an <laughs> error that happened was like they thought that the people who were doing the port thought they had the final code of silent hill too turns out they had a beta code and so when they started working on it I was like wait a minute there's stuff missing here these textures there's there's just nothing here what's going on it felt like they had to like pick up an old version of the engine or something like this. Clearly the people who knew how to finesse the thing were not to tame this beast. We're not here to do it. And it's like, Oh no, the bull went off the fucking ranch. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do now, guys. We got to yeah. fucking go. Um, Jared. Yeah. So how did you, how do you feel? I guess just, I think we should just get into how this game now at this point. So <laughs> WWE 2K20, Jared green. What are your thoughts? <laughs> So, as far as the the game does a good job of, um, I don't want to say masking, but like putting flavor on top of like the weird moments of wrestling games of old, right? Like when you would, <clears throat> for example, like knock a dude over in a corner or something, he kind of just would just lay down, but like clip into the corner, um. And ideally, when this game works, he gets knocked over, and then the body recognizes that it's near a corner. So then the added mm. animation happens where he pulls himself into the corner, as what would happen, you would imagine, in a, in a wrestling match. Um, 
I think part of the, where the sim works is it recognizes like all these little things that um, that are like real physical, like tactile things that that make these events feel real um, because that's what happens when you watch it in an actual match. Like uh, these little these characters know where they are in a ring. They have they have a presence of like being near, like a contextual presence of being near the barrier or being near. The, the hardest part of the ring um, and they react accordingly um, or if they've been getting beat up and they make their way to their feet you know they're not only are they walking slower but you know but the anim- the idle animations are different um, that's a cool touch that a triple a AAA studio can add to a game like this um, part of the problem becomes like all some of some of the things that they add to I guess recreate these these feelings or, or, or these tropes in a matches are like are things that just kind of make the game suck. Um, like in triple threat matches or ladder matches, like if you get knocked down enough, you kind of can just roll out of the ring and lay on the ground for minutes, which is a really great way to write yourself out of a match that you are expected to come back into eventually. If I'm watching it, like it's hard to keep track of three people acting on each other for several minutes at a time. It's easy to to and it, and it almost works very well like a like almost like writing a sentence. You add a period here and roll that person out and then you can have a conversation between these two people in one paragraph. Someone comes back in and knocks somebody else. It, it just makes the logic of watching a match make sense. But it doesn't make the logic of playing a match make sense. Because if I get rolled out of the ring, I have to just lay down on the ground for a minute. There's really no way for me to recover unless I have a special ability to do so, I guess. So I'm just kind of out for a minute. And anything can happen in one of those minutes. And you, they, they don't do a great job of keeping you engaged, but with playing the match in ways that you would be kept engaged doing the same things by watching a match. Um, and that's where like trying to recreate watching the television show or pay-per-view like fails to say, and, and these are, these are things that they've designed to work this way and it just doesn't work. Um, I don't know if they, this is the same in like 19. I know in 18 and 17, like these sort of things existed in smaller and, and, and maybe less detailed sort of measures, but, um, yeah, the I know year that away, I guess made it like maybe like acknowledge them more. The the like I know the the recovery kind of stuff during uh, multi person matches I believe was introduced in nineteen, um, and yeah, it, it kind of like you're saying it 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 mixed mileage on that. Sometimes it kind of yeah. works, and sometimes it really doesn't. And it's weird to see the stuff that they they sort of made like. Making a design choice doesn't work is one thing. Making a design choice that should work that doesn't work is another thing. For example, like a lot of the presentation stuff. Really, what is what's usually known, like universally praised is WWE's presentation. Yes, um, which is the biggest bummer yeah. of like I wish this game played better right. because like, yeah, it makes like it has has the same camera work of a match. Um, it has like the entrances and all that kind of stuff. But even here, it, it fails at some of that in weird like weird places and weird ways. Like, I was playing a lot of Luke Harper. And Luke, they do Luke Harper dirty because his entrance theme is just like the first three chords of his entrance theme looped forever. And I thought it was a glitch, so I just played him again. It's not. They just, <laughs> they just uploaded a track of Luke Harper's theme that's just the first four seconds looped. And oh, it's incredible because this happens a couple times. Uh, and the, he's not the only person this happens to. Um, 
the just the, the menus are just super weird. Like selecting the select menu is just it seems so it's not like neat and modern. It's kind of just like they made one draft of this and just kept it. It seems it feels like uh it has less flourish than 19 for sure. I thought 19's menus were really nice. But those are like easy like slam dunk things to do when you have sure. the budget to do that. And it's just, and and if presentation is your shit, like it's weird to miss the boat on some of these these things. And like obviously how these wrestlers look is intense. Like the <laughs> and, and they're not always perfect, but the it's weird that it's so inconsistent this year. Mhm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That is, it is real. Okay, the cover athlete in this game, for all intents and purposes, is Becky Lynch. They have done Becky Lynch so goddamn dirty yeah. with this video Holy game. Shit. <laughs> she looks awful. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly! And uh, I don't know how this all happened, versions right? of her too, because yeah, there's like four versions. You have to... Yeah, but they're all the same model. <laughs> yeah, they start from the same <laughs> That's place. the worst thing. And you. If there was one person to do right, you think it'd be the person on the cover. Uh, and to their credit, they got Roman Reigns right, I guess. Um, ah, he's got kind of a plastic doll. Everyone has this plastic doll look to and, them. And it's, it's the hair, because man. There are, there, are, there are dudes who end up in these games every year, like The Rock, who just look weird <laughs> this year. And I don't did they forget how to do The Rock. The man hasn't changed. <laughs> At least the, their version of that good. man hasn't changged. <laughs> Yeah, Triple H looks okay. Actually, even him, like all the models to me. It and, lacked, okay, like, this and is a- this is where the Ukes thing makes the most sense. It feels like it lasts like a final two drafts of like polish. Yes, mm-hmm. it feels like it feels like the model that would appear like when a level, like a world, is loading in, and so in the distance you see like a not as detailed version of that model. It looks like they never finished loading in, kind of to me. In uh, the hair, hair has always been a thing with these video games, but I feel like they have regressed like at least a generation or two in hair tech I with mean, this video game. Yeah, I saw like a I saw like a like comparison between nineteen and twenty of like Bianca's Bel- Bianca Belair's entrance yeah. and Yikes. like you know Dang. her swinging her hair. It looks like so much worse in two K twenty. Somehow, I don't get it. Yeah. It looks like the opposite because, okay, sports games have this great uh, tradition, which is one of my favorite, especially when we get to a new console generation where they show their old work and they show their new work mm-hmm. and they're like, it, look at this fucking dumb bullshit. What the, the fuck would we make yeah. this? Who fucking idiot would make this? The Bianca Belair in 19 and 20 looks like that old, look at this dumb. Can you yeah. believe we used to think this was okay? <laughs> and it happens to, and it, the women, I think, got the worst of it but it happens in some characters yeah, they always do, do. they does, always do they always do right and you think like yeah. the, the the focus now is them so maybe we should try a little fucking harder mm-hmm. uh, and instead that like i think the only one of the four that look all right is sasha she looks good right. in like stills but I put a yes. little bit of her, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, she's moving weird. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, we, we, we've seen the same person for years. I don't know how I can imagine this differently than them. But the men, a lot of the men look, like, weird. Like, you could have just taken the old model mm-hmm. and just not even done anything. 
Adam Cole looks rough. Adam Cole, looks Adam Cole Pete Dunne's beard looks rough. weird, man. He looks like an Abraham Lincoln beard, like like yeah, you bought he from does. Like, at Halloween. Um. Yep. Yep. It, it's it's weird. And um, and that's 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 where this thing gets really egregious. It's like you've made design choices of, of, in a gameplay sense that didn't work out. Well, at least you tried, I guess. It's I don't like playing it this way. I wish you didn't do this, but I get why you did this. Then you. Then these other like what seems to be slam dunks, you just don't, and I and I, I, I can't understand it. This is what you're here for. This is why this is why people like the same reason why people watch that product because it's big. It's the biggest you'll ever get. You know, you won't get these larger than life sort of figures and do, doing these things in these stages anywhere else because of just you know the the sort of incomparable size of the thing and the the AAA version of that in a video game sense should be the same thing if you're going to take risks gameplay wise it may or may not work out or regress there at least do the same thing you were doing before like visually and everything would be fine that's that's why we've stopped being so critical about these games up until this point because at least it looked good yeah yes and it's like they're not gonna do anything new with the gameplay so and we knew that going in so like whatever i guess um but yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess, uh, I was, Michael, I was going to ask you like how much worse since you've reviewed these, but Lilith, from afar, what have been some of your highlights of, man, this game looks kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the character models. The ref glitch. Yeah, the, the ref glitch, <laughs> all of the, like, you know, the, the, those rope physics have been like a, a stumbling block. Uh, but it seems like it really, like for, for a while now, for a few games, uh, it seems like those have been not going great, but it seems like that's really becoming a stumbling block in this game. Um, the, the, yeah. And the, the, like, I, I've all, I felt for a long time, like the way that the character creator keeps kind of moving, I think, you know, since like, like, um, since 16, everyone just kind of looks all all of the men look more and more like John Cena over time and all of the women look more and more like Charlotte Flair over time and that just seems to be like pushing more in that direction and then even John Cena doesn't really look like John Cena um it's just no he's got the retired hair here. yeah 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 it's True. it's he's living his best life currently uh-huh <laughs> i'm i'm yeah i i i i and then, oh God, the 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 thing that really the thing that really jumped out at me uh, was seeing one of the cutscenes from the beginning of the career mode that just looks like um, the, the career mode the is gym. the most yeah like I, the, cafe, the gym yeah. scene yeah I I mean you know I think I think you can definitely do a lot of comparison of the writing uh to the old like Tony Hawk's Underground but now they kind of look <laughs> like Tony Hawk's Underground uh, so it's that's like really rough. It's that's the one that feels like there's the most ambition and then the most like we have to sh- listen. We have X amount of old ring assets because yeah. we have made a lot of rings. We have made a lot of stadiums. We have made a lot of rocks. Mm-hmm. We have to make like all these generic like school like uh st- like snow skate area because mm-hmm. I've I've seen about like two hours worth of the story mode because yeah. yo that campaign is about ten hours Jesus. long it's very it long is <laughs> fucking long it is it is 
Just the cutscenes, it is six and a half hours. You can't that skip can't... the cutscenes either. Jesus, really? No, that oh, campaign God. ends with fucking Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch and Samoa Joe beating the shit out of you at the Hall of, Hall of Fame ceremony like your Bret Hart. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> also, what are a random assortment of dudes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rhea yeah. Ripley's like a big part of the story mode here. For some reason, she got the push in the 2K story mode. And oh, my God, this Rhea I think Ripley's it's because, model. I think it's because terrible. your main character is in the Mae Young Classic and you beat her in the Mae Young Classic. Oh. Uh, that's as far as I got in the story mode. <laughs> yeah, and then and then at the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame uh, 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 a ceremony after they're all beating the crap out of you, fucking William Regal comes out and yells, War Games! So, okay, so we're, we're getting a little bit all over yeah. the place, but before I get to you, Michael, I, I do want to say that the, one of the, weir- the story mode is one of the most fascinating things about it yeah. because it is the closest they've gotten to fully 100% just being like, this is the fucking business. This is the business. But still, they, they have a little bit like they don't they refuse to say that this is how the match is going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going over. You're going to lose. They refuse to do that uh, still. Like they refuse to like you have to win this match. Like, oh, you're going to win this match because you are better. You are the better athlete. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't they still refuse to do that. But there's still a lot of the, a lot of the stuff about like these characters going through the indie scene and it's like oh you're re- you're fighting Candice LeRae and it's like fucking nowhere whatever and then Candice LeRae goes up before you and like that stuff is 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 really cool but it's just the fact that clearly all the extra sets they had to make were under budgeted yeah. but one of the weirdest things about this so you've everyone has seen that fa- now famous uh, gym scene there's that character called Brooklyn Von Braun yes um. She grows up to become an MMA fighter <laughs> who fucking hates WWE. WWE is garbage nonsense. Who would ever fucking whatever WWE? Then she winds up working for WWE. And suddenly she wants the WWE to take her very, very seriously and is very mad that your characters get inducted to the Hall of Fame before she does. She is a, one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. Uh, how dare you? Um... What what's with the this feels like a low key yeah. Ronda Rousey? Yeah, are they yeah. subbing right now? <laughs> um, yeah. But Ronda is a major character in story mode, also. Really? Which I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. For them. She was. Yeah. They put like the whole boat on her shoulders a year ago, so. Yeah. Um, but Michael, I guess so. Um, I forgot where we are, but I guess can you? I guess. Talk about WWE 2K20. You obviously reviewed it. Um, yeah. What are some of the stuff that, to you, is a clear regression from where we are in 19 in terms of mechanics and quality, but also, I guess, where things that were always kind of janky before are now exasperated, exasperated to, like, tenfold, like those rope physics? Yeah, I was going to say, like, the collision stuff is like really really rough this year like there are it happened it's happened before in like previous games where like you know when you hit the ropes and you're like one of your limbs gets stuck in them or something like that some ridiculous thing like that uh that that happens in the other games not often but it happens enough where it's kind of like okay this game has it so much and it's it's wild like your foot just randomly gets stuck on a post or it gets randomly stuck in the 
in the rope and you're kind of stuck there and you can't move so your one limb is on the rope but the rest of your body's moving but it can't travel within a certain circle it's so weird um so there's stuff like that with collision i think that's like one of the the biggest like regressions uh into i it, i feel like it's just kind of stayed put for the most part like it it, it is like 2k19 but just just less like it's just like you said there's just no polish there um like i mean to kind of give you a like an idea like i when i reviewed 19 i think i gave it a seven i gave this one a four because like there's just there's just so many problems with with it technically like it it is just not it should have never gone on the shelves like this Mm -hmm. uh they should just taken a year maybe uh, so to to pinpoint like an exact regression is really hard because I think that's like the whole game. It is just the whole most of the I I think except for features, I think on a technical level and on gameplay like it it all of it is kind of a regression. Um, and I think it was more or less a learn a, a way for visual concepts to learn how to use this thing, and they had to put a product out and so they put it out and it's and it's just yeah. not good um and like like and i guess like regression is a good way to put it because when i see and maybe Lilith, you can agree because you haven't played this game but like when you see the way the ways the game crumbles it is ways like i it makes sense to me why this game is doing this it's, as it's, someone who is pl- it's just simple things like like okay for one like there's the you know the collision stuff but like when like a camera randomly shifts up and then you're looking at rafters and so you're trying to play the match in between like rafters Jeez. and you're like why did the camera shift like at all like uh-huh. why is it doing that i mean the ref glitch is another one like that was so funny i that happened at the preview event and i wanted to see if it would work on the at the the retail one exact same match exact same thing it did the exact it, it's not even like something just weird happened it's like a common like glitch that mm-hmm. happens in that exact something moment you could recreate like regular you can recreate it you can recreate it no problem something like, that says just, to me that qa was like y'all should do this and the producer was if, like if you just emoji. if you just known play, shippable <laughs> if you just play that first match in the showcase mode you will get it <laughs> like it's not hard to get um so yeah it's it's stuff like that where it's it's not even like comp i don't want to say complicated for you Developing a video game is very complicated, oh, yeah. but it's stuff that like they've they've done, and, and it's well. Like and Jerry was saying, like their presentations, well, like yeah, it's always been really great. It's just weird that like oh, all of a sudden this camera doesn't even work right, or I don't know, these entrances look all wrong and weird. Like it's just stuff like that where it's it's basic stuff. Um, I put that in quotes, like basic stuff that have been pretty good throughout you know the last two or three entries of it and it it's just not like working it's not functional yeah and i think uh it's again like i don't like to like do conjecture like oh this is why this developer fucked this up but it just so clearly seems like the transition wasn't the smoothest and now and like like a big thing was like we we are on a timetable so again like we meant like it's replicate like you can replicate that glitch and it is because it is known shippable (laughs) Yeah. It, I hope it's at least known, and then you decided to ship it. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't. I, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I don't want to say like 
you know, visual concepts, whatever, like they knew what they were. I mean, they probably did. And honestly, like talking to them, like all of them are like super passionate about like what they're doing. And like I said, they know wrestling. They know what they're, when I talk to them and they talk about the product, one, they seem very passionate about what they're making. And two, they definitely know wrestling uh, and especially WWE wrestling. Uh, So I don't think that's ever like really the case. I think it's, trying to create and this like again i think this was from like the interview that i did before too he was talking about how like they were seeing what uh the team who does nba 2k they're seeing what they were doing and they kind of want to recreate that magic with the wwe games and create those kinds of experiences but in a in wrestling and maybe it maybe it's just not what it need that it doesn't it, it probably should just not be that i guess it, it should be maybe its own thing they should find a different direction i don't know um but again like yeah they obviously know wrestling and they know what people want there it's just the execution is always just in this case very off but it's always just like a little off every single year um so yeah, yeah. i feel like that's just yeah. the big ticket big money development though right like there's always concessions there's there's always resources and there's like a limit to those resources like yeah i was talking to a friend of mine um, a little while ago and it, it makes sense if you've worked for a cor- like a big corporation or even like a not a really even a big one but uh, one that's very much stratified in layers and, and dominated by budgets you can see how a part of the company will run in one direction and then suddenly not um like I I, underst- I I get it from a corporate sort of lens why someone who was like looking like they were going to get a push and is going to be real successful for them suddenly doesn't because like corporate priorities change and the machine is bigger than any one group of people's like want to do something. And this is yeah. kind of like I think this is super evident in the development of this game. Like clearly nobody wanted this game to come out this way. Um, yeah. And they obviously had plans and. and uh, you can you can see like the skeleton of what they wanted to do. It's just everything wrapped around it sucks. Um, and and in, if this game had a year and a half development time, it would it would probably have been the seven or eight that we expected this game to be. Um, so you know, part of it is it, it's it's important, I think, to dunk on this game because it's important that the corporate sort of people looking at Metacritics or whatever knows that no one likes this shit. Um, and that will we'll really kill this and turn this into a thing to use against you. It's important because that's the only thing these people listen to, really, that and like not buying it. But it's also important to recognize that like nobody in visual concepts wanted this game to come out. I would I would strongly believe that. Yeah, yeah, I would. And I think it's and it's important. I think it's it's hard to it's weird because obviously we I feel sympathy for the developers, but it's also hard. It's such a messy thing, like politically, because like think about like two Ks, the way they've been handling NBA two Ks, microtransactions isn't great. And boy, oh boy, if you want to think of a company that I have conflicted issues with, the WWE, <laughs> um, <laughs> how a big one? Hey, how was today's crown jewel event, everyone? Oh man, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was great. How dare you speak that? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Michael. Yeah, right. You, you're you're remote. You're skyping with us. That you're on a trip, so I can only assume you're covering the action over there in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm yeah, very. Ex- 
I'm I'm glad that Lacey Evans and Natalia, you know, uh, fixed everything everything over there. They just yeah, fixed they, it. They, they just, mended they, just... they mended Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. with their women's match. Now great. women can roam freely there. Yeah, so long as totally. you wear like triple extra schmedium, uh t-shirts, like it's 2010 or something. Those yeah. shirts, or just so or corny. no, you're just allowed to wear either Natalia or Lacey Evans ring attire. And that's all right. Yes, wear. exactly. Yeah. The shirts that say you're either Lacey Evans or Natalia. That's, <laughs> that's it, though. That's Nothing the... else. Uh, boy. All right. Well, I'm sure we could sit here and talk about wrestling games and like what the future of wrestling and how it's sort of a mirror of the state of wwe currently poetically wwe 2k20 is <laughs> fucking very just um yeah but we do have to wrap things up um so once again everyone here thank you so much for like you know coming together so we can talk about wrestling games and you know clown on the game but also talk about like hey like there's stuff that shitty reasons why this game is the way it is and it sucks that business is business, and these developers kind of had to put out the thing regardless. Um, so thank you guys. For, thank you, everyone. Absolutely. Here for, uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I'll always talk about wrestling. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, wrestling fans attracted to a microphone. Uh, very common. Um, Jared Green, uh, obviously you are here from Irrational Passions, but uh, where can people find you if they wanted to talk to you about wrestling or what have you? Um, you can usually find me on the internet tweeting about wrestling uh at jared drone i don't like watch it live anymore but uh definitely we catch me time at this rate jesus catch me God. with the three days late hashtag raw post yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know about this bobby lashley uh Ruth lana thing guys <laughs> i interviewed i interviewed bobby lashley about i it. saw the interview <laughs> he was like i don't know i guess <laughs> Yeah, it was well time. Uh, Lilith, thank you again. Uh, if folks wanted to talk to you or check out your webcomic, where could folks oh, do that? Oh, yeah. Um, you can go to ghostpuncher.net to check out my webcomic and my uh, podcast. Uh, you can find me at Death Carpets on any social media that I wish to be contacted on. Uh, thank you. And Michael, where could folks find you? And like a bunch of coverage you did for like some interviews with Becky Lynch. Really liked your interview with Becky. She seems like a delight. Yeah, that was Um, the interview I did like. Uh, that and the other ones, I kind of was like, oh, we don't need the police. You spoke to one Ric Flair. I spoke to Richard Flair, Flair, didn't you? I did spoke, I did speak to Ric Flair. He gave us a woo. It was a good time. Uh, Becky Lynch was awesome. Becky was great. Um, I am. At the Michael Ruiz on Twitter, uh, you can find all my writing garbage at DualShockers.com, uh, where I did cover the hell out of this game. I did just review Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, and some other stuff, so you can check out my stuff over there. And uh, you can find me at J Cruz Alvarez twenty six. Uh, obviously here at Rational Passions, talking about video games or what have you. I kind of you know it's a weird it's wrestling it's a weird time there's maybe never been a better time to be a wrestling fan but there's never been oh maybe a worse time to enjoy the biggest wrestling product out yeah. there um in some ways which is a shame um but sometimes we'll talk about wrestling on there <laughs> um but yeah again thank you everyone uh until the next time whatever is here in the rational passions presents feed uh we will see you then Bye bye